Welcome in everybody, 5280 Sports Network, 5280sportsnetwork.com. It's time for the Broncos Blitz for Friday, December the 2nd, 2016. Welcome into the parking lot of the UC Health Training Center. I'm Jake Marsing. Joined as uh, just about all the time these yeah. days by one Ryan Green. My Ryan, is... I think you're not going to see me next week, though. I do have Monday through Thursday or Wednesday off. Excuse me. So, so we can do a video though. At the end. We can do a video, yes, for Thursday and Friday. Cool. And the, our video is actually up. <laughs> yeah. At the moment, so. It's up on YouTube. It'll be up on the site by the time you hear this. It'll be up on 5280sportsnetwork.com. Previewing this big game Sunday, 11 a.m. Jacksonville, Denver. <laughs> Still weird to hear big game in Jacksonville in the same sense. I I think it's a big game. No, I think you're right. That's why I'm just saying it. it's like whoa. Some people wouldn't agree, but I think it is. But first we gotta hit on the news. Two pieces of news that I want to touch on before we uh, uh on the show today. Do it gently. Uh, buy dinner first. <laughs> um uh first piece of news. Trevor Simeon out this weekend, uh, as we more or less suspected. All week, I think on Wednesday we. Don't want to say it. we called it, but yeah, I yeah. think we we both said on yeah. Wednesday that we would be shocked if he played. Yeah. He will be out this week. He is still in that boot. Has not able to do anything this week. He will not even be active in the game. Won't even be on the field. He'll probably be up in the press box or the coach's booth uh, for this game. So that means Paxton Lynch, Ryan Green, that's second career start. Yep. Zero uh, and one in in uh, the young man's career. <laughs> How are you feeling about Paxton Lynch, the Broncos, where that whole quarterback situation uh, now rests? I feel probably more confident than a lot of people. Uh, I I get that there's still the hesitation. I get that there's the hesitation uh, after the last game he played against the Falcons was not great. But that game has seemed to make everyone forget how he played against the Buccaneers. And I thought he had a really good game against the Bucks. Uh, showed his arm, what he could do on some of the throws, and uh, his mobility as well. Uh, so I'm I'm actually pretty confident. I don't I don't really see like the team freaking out like oh, our backups in. Uh, there goes the season. Uh, I think you know in the video that we we talked about the game preview. I said the Broncos were going to win by 14. I just I I still feel confident in this team that they can beat the teams they're supposed to. Uh, and regardless of who the quarterback is. So I am anxious to see, you know, we, we, we hear Kubiak said uh, Trevor's still day-to-day. Uh, we'll see how many days in a row that is when that becomes yeah. week-to-week. But it, it's, it just seems, again, if you're going to have Trevor go down for one game, this would probably be the game you would want him to go down in the final stretch. Uh, I think that's fair. God, my cough it won't go away. Ryan. Give me, give me a second. <laughs> okay, but no, I mean, I know what you're saying. Like time you out. don't just time out. Right. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, almost gone. Okay, okay, three, two, go. So I, I see what you're saying. Like I, I don't want Trevor to go down. I still think the Broncos have the best chance to win with him under center, but I don't see it as like a dire situation out of Paxton. Uh, I think you're probably fair or, or close to right on that. Um, but? <laughs> but I just don't know, right? right? I was so looking forward to seeing Paxton Lynch play against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He was okay. Like, it was not a disastrous performance from him. And again, I, I, I said it, I think, yesterday. I just think people hadn't really seen the Broncos lose in so long that they just immediately thought, oh, well, Paxton was the difference this time. We can't have him play anymore. I, I don't know if that's it. 
I think the Broncos' losses have been similar to the ones against the Falcons. So that's that's just mine. But... Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm doing a, th- a thing on the second piece of news right now. Oh, very nice. Sharing an old Your post. Boy. Uh, my boy, not my boy. He's uh, <laughs> he is one of my the guys in the locker room who I, I think is is really earned his his stripes. So. We've hit on quarterbacks, we've hit on Simeon, he is out. The other piece of news today, well, real quick, before we move on, uh, let's play a little bit of sound of Gary Kubiak, get his take on this quarterback situation. plan today was to take the boot off of him this morning, have him do a little, a few things with Greek and kind of see where we're at, and after doing that, made a decision to put it back on him, you know, today. So, I, I don't know for sure if he'll wear it through the weekend, he'll definitely travel with us to the game, uh, so that Greek can continue to work with him, you know, through the weekend, we'll see where we're at. Is it week to week right now? I think it's a, still a day-to-day yeah. process, yeah, Troy. Just uh, we knew today when Greek when we tried to get him going a little bit today, you know, we realized it's time to go ahead and move on and make a decision for the weekend, so that's where we're at. All right, now let's move to the second piece of news, Ryan, that I think I personally am pretty happy about because I've seen how hard this guy has worked. I'm happy for this guy, uh, and I think it's a really good move for the Broncos. Khalif Raymond, practice squad wide receiver, kind of made a name for himself in the first couple of weeks of training camp, found his way onto the practice squad. Uh, He was activated today to the active roster. He will be the Broncos' kick returner this weekend. Huge moment for that young man out of Holy Cross. Uh, I retweeted uh, my old... uh, He's one of the guests, by the way, on Get to Know a Bronco. He's the very first Get to Know a Bronco guest. Uh, I am retweeting that episode of that show. If you want to go to my Twitter account, at Jake D. Marsing, listen to that conversation I had with Khalif. Outstanding guy. Just a a great dude. Works his butt off. Speedster. Just a fast dude who's going to be, I think, an asset for the Broncos as a kick returner. Uh, He may have some butterflies, because he's Uh been waiting on this. I'm not going to lie. He, he, uh... (coughs) Thank you. He may have some nerves. Uh... But I think he's going to be really good for them. Yeah. Uh, you said it, and I think everyone in that building, including media members, personnel, coaches, you know, all of them would say this guy is just a fantastic guy to know. I think he's just a, a great kid. Have you chatted kid, with him really. Yeah, I have. Uh, he's he's really just a, a smart guy, you know, kind of quiet, but it just seems like he has his wits about him. And so Kubiak said it when um, he was talking about – you know, promoting Khalif, that the locker room gave him a, a round of applause because they think that he was. They've uh, seen it. They, they've seen. They've how hard seen he it. Works. They've seen how hard he works, and uh, and even Kubiak said when it comes to the scout team, he has never missed a rep, whether it's receiver, defensive back, uh, punt returner, kick returner. So it sounds like uh, you know what you were just saying. He's earned this, and he's earned the respect from the players. And so I think it's just it's good to see. I guess the Broncos bringing in someone in house that people or, or players and coaches know can fill that role and respect. Absolutely. Um, some things to know about him for those who aren't going to listen to the episode. Uh, really smart kid, mm. works his butt off. I'm trying to remember other things from the episode. Went to Holy Cross. Uh, he. This just tells you a little bit about him. He was not highly recruited. He's five foot seven. Yeah. He looks all <laughs> looks. 16 years old. <laughs> yeah, looks like he's 12. Not a highly recruited guy uh, coming out of high school. So you know what he did when he wasn't getting recruited? He emailed, he found email addresses Dang. for every head coach, offensive coordinator, and receivers coach in 
college football, D1 and D2. He sent out something like 400 emails. He tells this story on the podcast. Go listen to it. Sent out a ton of emails to people and said, hey, here's some of my tape. He got three responses back. One of them turned into an offer from Holy Cross. Uh, and that's where he wound up going. And he found, And this is one of those guys who got there through effort. Yeah. Through effort. He's got a ton of natural talent, too. His speed is incredible. Doesn't have great hands, uh, but his speed <laughs> is Well, there's seven receivers ahead of him, so yeah. I, don't, I don't see him that, That's the receiver. other piece of this. Real quick, let, let's play. We'll talk about the other piece of this here in a second. But I want to play maybe one, maybe two pieces of sound. Uh, Gary Kubiak just talking about Khalif Raymond and, and what a what a player he's become for this team. Uh, you know what he's going to play, Mike? Uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, uh, uh, actually, I expect to suit he and Jordan, you know, so, uh, but he's definitely going to play. He's, uh, really, it's a reward more than anything. I mean, this kid does everything. Scout team, he's not a rep he misses. Well, he's playing DB, wide receiver, so he deserves an opportunity to help us out. You know, I know we get a lot of active wide receivers, but we had some issues with the, at the running back position and stuff. We've been suiting six guys. Benny's nicked up, you know, so we got some things going on. This kid deserves an opportunity. What kind of progress has Khalif made in terms of how he's returning the ball? Yeah, he's just, you know, he, he just made progress as a player, you know. I mean, he's, uh, as you go through the season, you got guys on the uh, practice squad, you know, you love at the end of the year having the ability to reward some of them, give them an opportunity to step up, you know. So when I told the team this morning we were activating, we got a big hand in the room, you know, that's the type of respect he's gotten around here and, and, uh, you know, he's just done such a good job. He understands what we're doing offensively and going there and play in some of our three and four wide receiver sets. So, so we'll give him a chance to help us out. Really, uh, really excited for, for Khalif. The, yeah. the other piece of that, that kind of some of the more vet guys in that media room, Jeff Legwald, Mike Kliss, both kind of jabbed Kubiak about, was, well, now you've got, like, 14 receivers on your active <laughs> roster. They have, they they have, have a lot. Yeah. They have eight receivers that's, on their roster. Lot. Now, that is the highest I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Khalif Raymond, Jordan Taylor, Benny Fowler, Jordan Norwood, Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, am I missing somebody? Latimer? Cody Latimer. Uh, okay. Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, Cody Latimer, Benny Fowler, Jordan Taylor, Jordan Norwood, Khalif Raymond. Uh, uh, Marlon Brown. Marlon Brown. Thank you, the new guy. Um, yeah, yeah, they have eight receivers on their active roster now. Uh, holy cow. Yeah. Again, I don't expect they all gonna, eight to play. I, I want to see some five wide receiver sets in this game. They <laughs> well, better. You know what? If you're going to run five wide, it's going to be with Paxton because that's what he ran in college. And so uh, I believe it was, uh, was it Troy who asked about running kind of Paxton's offense? Yeah, a little yeah, hybrid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and, and I said that I was a little anxious to see if, if the Broncos would stick to their system or if they would spread it out for Paxton because that's just what he does. Um, it sounds like Kubiak is fully confident in Paxton running the offense. So I, you know, we'll just see. Uh, but uh, but again, if if you're going to have five wide receivers with Paxton, that's the that's the guy you do it with. I think you're right. Um, all right, so so that's the news. Let's move on. Let's talk more about this game. Okay. Jacksonville, Denver. We picked it in the video preview. Give me your overall thoughts. My overall thoughts are I can totally see the logical outcome of this being, I mean, for lack of a better term, trap game for the Broncos. Uh, Like you said, uh, the Jaguars are a talented team, 2-9, as cliche as it is, 2-9 doesn't really represent what what the players are uh, on that team. 
but I just still feel confident that the Broncos can just handle business. Uh, you know, if, if they want to prove that uh, they do want to make a playoff run, these are the kinds of games where you have to have those, you know, defining attitude moments where you say, we don't care who the backup is. We have to win this game. And I think you and I both feel like this could possibly be a must win, depending on how everything shapes up. And so I'm, I'm confident that they can get to that, but I can see why this worries some people. Uh, I think, Like you. Yeah. <laughs> I think, here are my general thoughts on this game. Uh, in the video preview, you will see that I picked the Jacksonville Jaguars to win this game. I'm going to maintain that pick. It was only one me, point. It was a one so, point. Uh, Let me say, I do not feel good about it whatsoever. Especially after the news today about yeah. the injuries that, that they're dealing with. Julius Thomas most likely won't play. Ivory is out. Uh, who's the other Alan one? Hearns. Alan Hearns is out. That's a huge blow to them. But it mm-hmm. makes my but it makes Marquise Lee, a guy that I already mentioned on the video preview, yes, that we shot yesterday, even more critically important. And another player that we I, I think is going to be a big factor if the Jags really, you know, study film on the Denver defense. I think Denard Robinson could be a big factor. I yeah, think they might. Big, I gonna, think they want him to do off, yeah. what um, uh, Tevin Coleman did for the for the Falcons. I think they want him isolated on Brandon Marshall and Todd Davis. Uh, I I think the Broncos may want to try and uh, change that. I think they'll probably have Chris Harris stick on Denard Robinson as much as possible now that Alan Hearns is out. Uh, but that is one player that I am nervous about and anxious to see how they play him. Marquise Lee, Denard Robinson. Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. DJ Yeldon. DJ Yeldon, Blake Bortles. And I picked them to win. Okay. I'm an idiot. Hey, you know, that's why they <laughs> invent showers and uh, you can get all that filth off. And Yeah. But hey, if they if they win, you'll look like a genius. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll if look they like lose, a you'll look drunk. So. I had a cold. Can I blame it on that? <laughs> yes, um, sir. All right, Ryan. With that said, let's pick this game. Uh, you picked twenty four ten yesterday. Are you maintaining that score? I like that. It may be a little little low on the Jacksonville side, but I think the defense really wants to get things going. I think, they're going to take I, the ball from Blake. I Bortles. think they're going to take the ball from Blake Bortles, and so that's why I'm kind of confident in a low score. Uh, but I do, I really do see this as kind of a comfortable win for the Broncos. We set the over under yesterday uh, on Von Miller strip sacks at one and a half. Yes, I'll still Are, take the over. Taking the over two, I think I think Vaughn gets the ball out of his hand yeah. twice because you watch his motion; he puts it right in Vaughn's sweet spot. And well, Vaughn even talked about his throwing motion, about how they kind of yeah. had to uh, adjust to it, and they they were watching film. <laughs> so uh, that's the first time I've heard Vaughn mention a throwing motion, and so that means that they have he seen. He is something. licking his chops yeah, to get exactly. after that. With that said, I, I picked the Jacksonville Jaguars twenty two twenty one yesterday when I thought they were healthier than they are. I felt nervous about the quarterback situation the Broncos have. I felt all those things. So, because I'm an uh, I have I'm a man of integrity. He's loyal, Ryan. I have to I have to con- maintain that pick of Jacksonville 22, Denver 21. Now I reserve the right to change my pick on Twitter at Jake D. Marsing five minutes before the game starts. I reserve that right, but as of all of our 5280 SN content, I will keep it congruent. All right. Uh, I feel like the Broncos have every chance to win this game. I just but there's a chance that there's a chance they'll lose. Yeah, it's it's I, football, man. And I get it. And and yeah, I mean, this is the time of year where teams like Jacksonville are playing spoiler. If Paxton Lynch plays, which he will, he's going to play. I, 
I, I can see it unfolding in a way that's not favorable. I can, yeah. We'll find out. We'll find out. Game kicks off 11 o'clock on Sunday morning. Correct. Uh, I'll have to go up to the early church service this week, Ryan. Yeah. Like I go to church. <laughs> um, actually, I did go last week. It's kind of, I might go this week. I'll be working. So we, You'll be working, man. Yep. You'll be working your butt off. I'll we'll be, be back end. here on Monday. Recap the game. We'll talk about uh, all sorts of stuff. We'll talk about how Khalif Raymond does, how Paxton does. Really looking forward to watching Khalif. I'm not going to lie. I'm excited. I, I'm, I can tell. I'm very happy for that guy. <laughs> he's done. He's done. He's worked his butt off. Yeah. So, uh, give us a follow online at 5280sportsnetwork.com. Uh, Matt Smith, our Buffs guy in Santa Clara right now as we speak, getting ready for the Colorado Buffaloes. What to a take, tough assignment! You yeah, know? getting oh, ready damn. for the Colorado Buffaloes to take on the Washington Huskies and Jake Browning tonight in the Pac-12 title game. By the way, if some, I know you're a CSU Rammy, but if someone had come to you in, like, December or in, like, March and said, hey, by uh, December, the Buffs are going to be the eighth-ranked team in the country. I'd have laughed in and their be pl- face. I would have I punched I him. I would have institutionalized Punch him them. in the nose. I would have been like, you need to get help. You need to stop drinking. But you know but you know who was saying that about this Buffaloes team? The Buffaloes. Oh, well. They were <laughs> saying it about themselves. They believe, go Buffs, shoulder to shoulder. You know what? I I am Beat those a CSU guy, but it sh- is it is kind sing, of exciting. Can we to sing see the it. fight song as we as we end the show? I'm fight, see you down the field. So see he's Jake Marcy. I'm Ryan Green. Fight, fight for for everyone at 5280 Sports Network, no we want to apologize for having to hear this, but also check out all our content and I'll let Jake play us out. Shoulder to shoulder, we will fight, 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 fight. We'll see you on Monday.